Greetings. Welcome back to the Cape Lead Revolution. This is Chachi, and I have to say, I, I've had an exciting couple days. Um, was able to fly out to San Antonio this week. Uh, not only got to see one of my favorite deployed teammates, uh, Chief Master Sergeant Retired Scott Ransom. Scott and I lived together in Kuwait from uh, 17 to 18. But uh, but I went over there to liaise with Jared Taylor, uh, commonly known as JT. Uh, and he's one of the owners of Black Rifle Coffee Company. He's one of the stars in all of their videos, be it YouTube or Instagram or Facebook. I'm just uh, quickly becoming a, a social media icon. And so I went out there to kind of get some training and mentoring and greater understanding of how I can possibly put out better video content. So I've been focusing that over the uh, the holidays. So it's pretty excited. And then he had me on his podcast. Um, and so hopefully that will air here in the, uh, the, 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 uh, the coming weeks, uh, days and or weeks, right. As far as how that plays out. And so, uh, you know, we got to sit down and talk a lot about leadership and I've known him for about 17 years. And, uh, so it was just really great to sit down with a friend and, you know, and now effectively a multimillionaire, right. And, and, uh, still like very, very humble and, um, you know, awesome enough to give me part of his time to help out with videos and host me at his place. So again, just a, a really, really fun week. And then as some of his friends and teammates were over and they asked me about my leadership company or what do I teach or what do I follow, you know, always had a great time talking about that. But, you know, because the, that question always is like, oh, you've got a leadership company. What do you what, what do you teach? You know, the obvious answer is leadership. Right. So the spin on that is like, what is my niche market or what is what is it that I focus on primarily? And obviously it's going to be CAPE, right? Caring, alignment, perspective, and expectations, how we shape the conversations that way, how we give people not only the freedom to communicate, but the safety to communicate following the CAPE methodology. And, and if you've been listening to my podcast for any amount of time, you've heard me say that again and again and again. But realistically, you know, some of the, the greatest conversations that, that were kind of born of this, as is the, the title of this podcast, you know, you know, don't put oil in, in your gas tank is... As much as I'm a fan of my leadership development company, I like the process. One of the things that I think I'm most proud of is step one for uh, you know organization or, or companies that would hire me to come speak and or teach. Step one is not about leadership, right? Step one is about building a great human. Because if you have a shitty person out there and you teach them leadership stuff, it's either not going to take hold or worst case scenario, they can use a lot of those lessons for, you know, bad, evil intent and or nefarious purposes or realistically a whole lot of manipulation. Because uh, I was having a, a great conversation with one of the guys out there is, you know, is leadership manipulation? And again, I, I think I think at face value, that answer is completely Yes. You know, a leader getting to manipulate somebody to get them to do what I want them to do, right? That that is, you know, the the bare essence of of what, what manipulation means. But again, it, it's just not that simple, right? And that's absolutely not what happens because when we look for the human connection, right? We don't you don't try and connect with somebody when you're manipulating them, right? So so manipulation is leadership minus connection. I guess is the easiest way for for me to say that. Because this is this is what, what I want to focus on. So for the companies that reach out, the thing I want to say is like, hey, step one is for is for me to teach my like five pillars, my foundational concepts of just making whatever individual attends the training the best human being that they could possibly be. And you know, talking to to some of my friends growing up and some of my other colleagues and some of my teammates and civilian friends and, and things of that nature, you know, I, I've asked them, hey, what do you think every adult, like what are some hard skills that, that they need to be trained on? 
And, and there's some difference of opinion on what makes something a hard skill or a soft skill, but I am dead set that the things I'm going to talk about are like, these have to be hard skills. And the hard skills are number one, emotional intelligence. You have to be emotionally intelligent. You have to have rational conversation. You have to see that other people make valid points. You have to see that despite all your efforts to be right, that from time to time, you end up being wrong. Or maybe you're not as clear as you thought you were. Or just because you interpreted something one way doesn't mean that everyone's going to interpret it that way, right? I mean, you need to be emotionally intelligent to have a lot of these connections. And then, and then after emotional intelligence, I want people to learn about personalities just so that they can see how beautifully unique they are. And like Margaret Mead um, had this phenomenal quote is like, you are perfectly unique, just like everybody else in, in the world. So it's funny, you're all perfectly unique, but we're all similar that way. But what can we do as leaders, as human beings, as individuals to see the amazing and awesome beauty of the individual contributor or that individual, that singular human weapon system for everything that they want and they need and they do and they've experienced and they've succeeded at and failed at, right? All these amazing things all rolled up in that one human weapon system, that person, that individual contributor, each person is different. And so for me, just to see a group of people as a herd and try not to look at the amazing uniqueness to each and every one of them, I think we are going to lose out. So understanding personalities is just a stepping stone in getting to see that people do things differently. They see things differently. They think about things differently. They react differently. All, all these things that, that you need to do, right? So, so I want them to understand that about them. And then hopefully the byproduct of that understanding of how perfectly unique they are is by proxy, how perfectly unique everybody else is and what they can do to move forward in that area, in that arena to, to, to make things happen. Um, so that's, that, that's step two. Step three is gonna be mindfulness. What can we do to prepare our minds to go through adversity? What can we do to uh, create a state of mind that allows us to deal with it? What can we do after the adversity strikes, right? And, and, and all these mental skills and all the training that, that we can do for ourselves is absolutely vital. The fourth thing that I would train people on is going to be contemporary and or prevailing theories of m motivation. And so whether it's uh, uh, you know, Dan Pink's book, Drive, or whether you can go to Adam's equity theory or Hertzberg's two-factor theory or Vroom's expectancy theory or the Blanchard-Hersey model for situational leadership. And it's not, not that every single one of those is the end-all be-all, but being smart on all of those is going to give you a well-rounded understanding of what motivates people. Like what all is at play when we talk about motivation and because, you know, and definitely in the military, but like, I need motivated people. I need mo motivated people. Well, that, well, that concept relies solely on internal motivation, but there's this whole other wide understanding of external motivation and everything that comes into play. And then lastly, I would train every adult to basic skills on communication and a communication system, i.e. my communication system, right? And I'm not saying it's, it's perfect, but I'm saying it's better than a lot of things that I see out there. It's a way for us to have the conversations that, that we thought we've had. And, and the reason I say this is because, you know, for nearly my entire career, I was taught to call an airstrikes. You know, an airstrike, and you've heard me mention this before, is the perfect conversation. It's two people, at a bare minimum, two people. The, the guy on the ground, the, the JTAC, Joint Terminal Attack Controller, which is what I was, and the, the pilot in, in the sky. And it's, it's these two individuals um, hyper-focused on making this the most effective conversation in the world. And because we know the nine line, we know the, the bare minimum of information that we need to pass in order to find success. We know exactly what we need to talk about 
in order to help each other out to get to the target area quicker. And we know exactly what, what needs to be done. And this, this conversation, this, this framework, this infrastructure, it transcends age, rank, gender, uh, religion, sexual preference, everything, you know, we have a shared and common vernacular. So we remove so much ish and, and, and so much debatability when we know that there are specific terms that we use for specific meaning. And so, so we have all this. So again, the airstrike is just the best conversation and my cape is what I would say the day-to-day version of getting to have a great conversation where everyone knows what they, what they, they need to pass. And it's not about that people get to pass the information. It's about them being and feeling safe to pass the information because in an airstrike, you know, people ask questions and they seek clarification, but only to either make sure they're hitting the right target or they're being safe or they're keeping the good guys safe, all that. So you're allowed to ask questions, seek clarification without it being argumentative or confrontational. But on a day-to-day basis, you know, like a lot of times when we ask questions, we, we're told that we're a devil's advocate or like, hey, just, just go and do what you're told. But naturally, people always have questions. And a lot of that is predicated on the fact that we haven't identified what is the bare minimum of information that we need to pass in order to have a successful conversation, which is why I lobby for CAPE. So I say all of that to, to say this. And obviously, the, the, the title of, you know, don't put oil in, in the gas tank is know what you're doing and why know the steps out there. If you're going on a road trip, right? And you want to make sure that, that your car is okay. And you're going to road trip from LA to New York. You're going to go on this road trip. You're like, Oh, I I should probably, you know, put, put oil in my car. You should probably think about an oil change, right? You're not going to get better oil or a smoother running engine just because you put clean oil in there. You need to get all that old crappy oil out. You need to switch out the oil filter. You need to replace it all with good stuff. That has to happen. And then more importantly, you're like, oh, my car needs oil. I'll just put oil wherever it needs. Like you put oil in the gas tank, you ruin your car, right? And I get inherently, we all understand that concept. We understand how stupid and, and how, how we would never, ever think of doing that. But I, that's how I see a lot of people feeling about, you know, going out and having a leadership speaker uh, to come over and, and teach, right? Because I come over and teach leadership concepts. But if I haven't trained those individuals, or if that organization hasn't trained those people in some of these five hard skills, then a lot of what I teach is simply going to be lost because we don't have the foundational understanding. We don't have those foundational concepts hardwired yet in order to accurately use the, you know, air quotes here, oil that I'm trying to put into that car. So, so we need to have these foundational things like, like okay, I, I, I want to come teach people. I want to do that. And so for the, for the people who, who reach out to me and said, hey, can I come teach for a day or can I come speak for an hour? Absolutely. But a lot of times, you know, when I talk about speaking for an hour, I, I, I kind of ask for an hour beforehand just to kind of, you know, wrap with everybody and we just sit down and have a conversation because I do want to talk about these hard skills because I want people trained in these hard skills. Which is why, you know, the minute I, I, I quit my job, you know, three, four months ago, the first thing I did was I got certified in emotional intelligence. I got certified in Myers-Briggs. So I'm a, pr- a practitioner for the Myers-Briggs type indicator. So I can go out and teach these things. So these certifications that I have help enable this process because I can give you a lot of leadership thought. I can give you a lot of leadership theory. But if you don't understand the basics of human connection, it's going to fall flat. You're going you're gonna to try and do some of these things and they're going to come across wrong. At a bare minimum, it's going to be inauthentic, right? It's going to feel forced. It's going to be awkward and it's just going to be bad because there's so many things that we need to understand and do prior to that 
that me just coming over and teaching leadership is like pouring oil in the gas tank. So anyway, uh, this this was born of, of a, a lot of good conversation this week. So again, JT, brother, this this podcast is for you. Thank you for having me out. Congratulations on all of your success for you, the whole uh, Lead Slingers Whiskey and Article 15 Clothing and, of course, Black Rifle Coffee. You guys are, are knocking out of the park. And thank you uh, for just being cool enough for, for, for being my teammate and you know, being a uh, being a fellow hustler from Seven A Sauce in, in El Paso, and again, it's, you just you just made time for me. You brought your team out there to help to help train me, and again, I, I am uh, hugely appreciative of that. So, thank you very much. So, to, to to everyone out there, what do you think about those five skills? Right before we talk about leadership, let's just talk about these five human skills. Again, emotional intelligence, personalities, mindfulness, motivation, and communication. Do you know how this applies to you? What understanding do you have? of those five things. Have you heard of those concepts? Have you been trained on some of those concepts? Do you know what your personality type is? Do you know what your EQ is, your emotional intelligence quotient, right? Do you know all these things? Because if you don't, you may be missing a big part of what you're going to need to find success as a leader. So I uh, appreciate your, your time today. As always, hit me up. And again, you can always text me, 602-621-0821. Email me, chachi, C-H-A-C-H-I, at capelead.com. You can hit me up on Instagram, at Chachi Pachesa, Twitter, at Tim Pachesa. Leave a message for me on the Cape Lead Facebook page. Link, uh, look me up on, on LinkedIn. Whatever you got to do, let's just get these conversations going. There's just so much to be gained and gleaned from us just simply sitting down, having an alcoholic beverage, <laughs> having a... Uh, having a good time together and just have a free flow of information, conversation, communication. And again, that is going to help us build a connection. And hopefully that connection is going to build to this amazing byproduct that I call leadership. So as always, thank you for the, for your time. I hope new year for uh, 2021 is treating you well. It's already been a little bit crazy. It's been a little, little bit hairy, but, uh, but I hope this finds you and your family uh, healthy and happy. And we'll catch you here next time on the Cape Lead Revolution. And this is Chachi reminding you to always educate, anticipate, and dominate. We'll talk to you later. Cheers.